Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like when I say hello on a podcast and my voice is like a little more energetic and excited, it's because you guys know that I have someone else on the other side of the mic. And today it is someone so special and near and dear to my heart. And I actually have talked about you on like the three podcasts before this, like literally. (laughs) Um, But I'm here with Savannah Smith. Hey, y'all. She's awesome. She's amazing. She works at Crossland, um, but I'll let you introduce yourself. Yeah. But how I know Sav is, um, well, I'll let her start (laughs) and then I'll I'll add in my two cents. So go ahead. Give give the people a little introduction. Yes. Hi, everybody. My name is Savannah Smith and um, I just turned 28. Like literally a week ago. Isn't that crazy? On Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. Um, But, yeah, I am the creative director at Crossing Community Church. I absolutely love my she job. She kills it. She's so good. You're kind. You're kind. So I, I love my job and what I do. Um, I uh, was in the corporate world for a while before I worked uh, in ministry, but um, I'm so thankful that the Lord has me where I am, and, and hmm. just to place me in the position he has is just absolutely incredible. But <laughs> I feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of like, mm, 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 yeah. So, gonna, so if you hear the mm on the other go side. Go ahead and apologize yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, keep going. I love it. No, I uh, am originally from Northern Kentucky. Um, I graduated um, in 2014, came to Western in 2014. Uh, it was the only school I applied to, go tops, and uh, graduated. <laughs> that was the only school you applied to? It was to? the only school I applied to. I didn't know that. Crazy. Yeah. Fun fact. So well, you knew you wanted to be I, a hilltopper. Well, and I think it was just kind of like the Lord just absolutely pushing me to where he knew where yeah. I needed to be because I just genuinely had no desire to apply anywhere else. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like I was absolutely head over heels in love with Western, but I knew that Western I was great and I would get a great education there. Fun fact, I came to Western for musical theater. Shout out to all the theater <laughs> friends listening. Ayo. But um, Ayo. dropped the major uh, the day before classes started. The literal day before classes started. When she told me that, literally my jaw hit the floor. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I um, I came for it, left, and then, or didn't leave, but left the major the program, and then uh, decided to be a marketing major so very randomly, and that's what I graduated with. So um, I graduated in 2017. Like I said, I worked for in the corporate world for a little bit before working at Crossland, but have been here ever since. So I've been in Bowling Green for almost... I guess 10, 10 wow. years. Oh my god. That gosh. is a decade. That is a full on decade. A long time. Wait, so then when you dropped the day before, mm-hmm. did you just go in undeclared for a major or were you just no, like, oh, marketing? I dropped it and then I picked up marketing that, that exact same advising appointment. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you kind of already knew like where you. So like my stepmom had always kind of told me that I was just good. I would be good at business in some way, shape, or form. Huh. I just have kind of always been creative, especially when it comes to, like, advertising and, like, kind of that mindset, I guess, if you will, Um, and have always been fascinated with why people buy things and how you get people to buy things and all that jazz, but... That's so crazy how your brain works. Yeah, and... But, um, I just, so I was like, sure, like, I'll go with, like, marketing. Why not? Seems fun, I guess. Hmm. Um, And absolutely fell in love with that major. To... And... People all the time are like, how do you use your major in your current job now? I use my major every single day as a creative director. Every single day. I kid you not. Stuff that I learned, um, like, in 2015 at Gordon Ford College of Business, (laughs) I am using in my major now. Now, is it look a little differently? Yes. Like, I apply it differently because I'm not selling anything to anybody. You know what I mean? But, um... But it I mean, is kind of cool like to use. Ministry. Okay, this is, might be a bit of a stretch, but like <laughs> selling a product in like ministry, I mean, it's kind of like you're not like selling Jesus to people, but you're like, yeah. hey, let me tell you something that I believe in. Right, I right. Mean, kind of. Which is kind of true. I mean, absolutely kind of true. You could find I mean, there are, I, yes, absolutely. And I think it's, it's cool how you can do that. I mean, yeah, you're not, 
trying I some people were like well you're trying to sell the gospel and I'm like no I'm not trying to sell the gospel like that's not what I'm doing (laughs) um I fully just the alternative is eternally devastating to Jesus Christ Mm. and so like I feel like if you know that's one of our biggest things at Crossland and so if I need to be taking notes everything that I do is with that mindset of the alternative is eternally devastating so that then just fuels me to like creatively do exactly what the Lord has called me to do and, and try to find different ways for people to experience Jesus in, it's not the coolest way possible. You're like, you're not trying to be cool. You're trying to literally bring them to experience God and like in such an incredible and profound and life changing way. And so how does all that fit together? How does a worship set and the LED screen and the lights and how they walk in and the coffee that they drink all tied together to get them to experience Christ in such a cool way. Yeah. And a new way sometimes for a lot of people. And so it is, it ends up being cool because it's so life changing. It's like, whoa, that was insane. Um, and so that is just like that's my job, y'all. Like it's yeah. just incredible. That's what I get to do. You're so but. you're so awesome. But I met Abby Murphy <laughs> at our student ministry. Yeah. How old were you? I was 16. It was my sophomore year of high school. That's ridiculous. So it's been we've been friends for like what five five or six yeah. years now. That's crazy. I'm a junior, that's, <laughs> that is crazy. But I so my friends my sophomore year would yeah. always go to church after rehearsal. We were in rehearsals for yes. Little Mermaid at Greenwood. And I was like, oh, I want to go so bad. Like, I want to go. Which, also, you don't know this. When I was younger, we had, like, a church, like, searching. Oh, Taco is being silly <laughs> over there. Oh, Sav also has a dog named oh, yeah. Taco. Yes, yeah, that's a huge part of my life. But. And Taco is firmly scratching <laughs> the couch right now. Being wild. Anyway. It's adorable. Um, but I never told you this, but we went and uh, looked, like, church hopped for a little bit and, like, just checked out all the churches again like my eighth grade year just to like just see if we wanted to like go anywhere else because we had been going to like a different church for a while and we went to Crossland but it was right after I had my concussion and so and so we went and I like did not like it at all because I was like the preacher is so loud my head hurts (laughs) so bad like my head you're like I can't I I just had my concussion and and every like you know he's very yeah not like aggressive but just loud like he speaks with a lot of emphasis and I was like ow (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying but now I'm obsessed and I literally am driving home from school yeah all the time time. but yeah my sophomore year I um just came one of my friends invited me. Yeah, you did. And was hooked. Literally from... I think it was like you were one of the first people that came. I remember Matt telling me, hey, Abby Murphy's here tonight. Because Matt had already kind of known, yeah, yeah. known you and known of you. And, yeah. And he was like, I really want you to meet this girl. She's incredible. Oh, and I... I feel like a lot of people are like, whoa, Abby Murphy's here. And so I was like, I got to meet this girl. Uh, and yeah, I, I think like, I met you that first time you came. I just remember you were like, ah, I was like, ah. yeah. I yeah. I just know it was and like, then somebody was like, she's in theater. She's absolutely incredible. Like, yeah. she's super talented. And oh. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get to know this girl. And then you started surfing. And then I started, because Matt was like, you have to sing. You yes. Have to sing. You have to sing. And I was like, well, I mean, okay. Sure, whatever. And then. Yeah, and then I started serving on worship team, and that's when I think we really, we really got like close. formed a relationship. Yeah. And especially that's when I I've learned so much from you, just cool. about like just leading in general, but just being like a good person and a uh, good God. believer, and just no. it's crazy to see like how the relationship when I was like a student to the relationship now when Girl. I'm like serving so has different. like shifted, and how like then it was more of like just just you've just led constantly Mm. like you're just such a good server and such a good like mentor but it's also like now it's like you're my mentor and friend Friend. and sister (laughs) and just love my life and I just love you I I remember hearing your voice for the first not only did I love your personality that I think is what I obviously I think anybody if you're listening and you've met Abby in person you know that like there's just this draw toward who Mm. she is and she is just absolutely just contagious like Mm. she just radiates joy and so I was like dang this girl like there's just something about her and then I obviously heard you sing and and we did get closer just from worship team and all that but I told Abby I think it was like very shortly after I met you I was like man if I have a daughter I want her to be (laughs) just like you and I say that often like anybody that 
I'm with it meets Abby for the first time, I'm like, yeah, if I have a girl, I want her to be just like oh Abby. Oh my gosh, I did not know I, I was she be just hyped she up was today. someone that I was just so drawn and uh, pulled to. I think like mm-hmm. her like the spirit just really like radiates through her, and that was so evident in your life. Aww. And you were so young though, like that's why I was just so amazed. You were a sophomore, and yet I felt like you were so spiritually sound and like. But you were still learning and growing. I mean, right. like, you were in high school, but right. you were you were so, mm. just so mature, I feel like, for your age. And oh. I was like, oh, this girl's so Well, shucks. Well, I've learned so much from you. I, I can, like, pinpoint specific talks. I mean, from being like, hey, Abby, maybe we shouldn't do all these runs in worship, <laughs> too. So many boy Did I tell you that? I'm sure. and, oh. Yeah, but it was, like, out of love. I mean, every, th- every like, advice thing has always just been out of love, Very which cute. I talked about on the podcast. I, I On the podcast before this, I talked about our talk in Spencer's. And Did just, you like, really? Not, like, specific, specific, yeah, 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 yeah. but the, the brief synopsis yeah. of, yeah. like, hey, this is how you better someone and say, like, the hard things mm. as a friend out of love wow. kind of thing yeah. which I've learned from you wow. really and yeah. it's just crazy but mm. enough about our relationship <laughs> it's time to know about Sav so Blood. before we get into the main chunk of whatever is gonna we're gonna talk about <laughs> we're gonna figure it out as we go um I invite you to bow your head and pray um yeah. we're just gonna invite the Holy Spirit in and Sav yeah. if you would like to pray yes thank you um, God, we come to you right now just so thankful for um, this way of communication, God, this mm-hmm. this thing that Abby has created, God, that can be used for your glory. So we first thank you for that. We thank you for her talent and her gift and her willingness to just be obedient um, to creating a podcast in which people can come and ask questions and God, friendship can be had Mm. um, and uh, people can know more about you. That's just absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. God, we do invite you into this space right now. Mm -hmm. God, whatever listener is listening, that their ears are open. God, that their heart um, is turned toward you and and ready. God, if it's not turned toward you, they will hear something today Mm -hmm. um, that will absolutely just uh, bring them to question or start to um, dive into their faith, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. God. Um, I am just so honored to know Abby and to call her friend, God. Mm-hmm. You have given us the title of friend, and, and we can call you that. And so one of the greatest honors. So, again, I just uh, I thank you, and I pray that this conversation is pleasing to you. In your name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Oh, mm-hmm. you definitely have a gift of prayer. <laughs> oh, sure. you're kind. Definitely do. Um, right. Okay, so let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. I feel like that's just a good place <laughs> to start. So if you would like to just explain how yeah. you came to know Christ, Absolutely. have you always been a believer? Yeah. Not just kind of like we'll go through that little line, the timeline. Love. So um, my entire family, I always start my testimony um, with this and I think it just kind of helps put things into perspective but my entire family is in ministry top to bottom so like um, my dad my mom my aunts and uncles and in-laws and just all around okay grandparents like just have been in ministry my whole life um, I didn't know that was everybody yeah I just thought it was your parents. no 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 not everyone oh wow yeah and so um just have been surrounded by um the church, if you will, my entire life, I really have not known anything different. Mm. And um, I am thankful for that, honestly. Mm. But um, yeah, so I was raised in a Christian home and my parents divorced when I was super young. Um, But yet, even amongst all of um, their decisions and, and that whole situation, I will forever and always know that I was still taught to love Jesus and that he was my my go-to, my foundation, my everything from a young, young age. And so um, I would say that that is sometimes rare for some people, um, but I'm so thankful that my parents just um, put him, put Christ first and that uh, and my sister and I's life did the did the exact same for us. So mm. my faith for sure was a little more of um, my parents instead of my own, if you will. I mean, I when if you're a PK, you probably know this, but uh, PK's PK. pastor's kid. Yeah, for anyone that PK doesn't know. PK squad. PK squads. But um, if you're a PK, you know that you just kind of get 
um, put in this category of just like Jason's daughter or Heather's Hmm. daughter or David's granddaughter or Shannon's niece. It's just like you're not really your own. Whoever is in that ministry position, you are associated to that person in some way, shape, or form. Hmm. And that's just been my whole life. Um, And so coming to college was so different for me. I came, like I said, I'm originally from Northern Kentucky, almost basically to Cincinnati. So I'm like three and a half, almost four hours away from home. And you stayed in one place growing up. Yeah, yeah, stayed in one place. Uh, Went back and forth between mom and dad, but was in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky, basically my entire life. And so um, moved away three and a half hours. And so that was just different. Like I didn't have that association to people anymore. Nobody knew my family in that way. And so like, how were they to know who I was? Um, And I remember hearing a statistic that was like 80% of believers that believe in high school, if you will, um, drop their faith their freshman year of college. Really? Yeah, and I heard that right before I... I don't know if that stat has changed. That was... I mean, it's almost been 10 years since I started college. But yeah, I'm sure it's somewhat similar. And so I was like, I do not want to be in that 80%. Like, I want to keep my faith. I don't really know how I'm going to do that, but I want to do that. So anyway, back up just a little bit. I accepted Christ, if you will, in the sixth grade at a church camp. And um, I would say that... That was the point of salvation, like when I asked Jesus to enter my heart and was like, I'm going to start living for Christ in this way. It was still kind of my parents' faith, though. I don't Mm. think I ever really fully made it mine even after that decision. And it wasn't until um, I was a sophomore in high school that I led a a group at a church camp. It was a middle school camp. And so we had sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And I'm, again, I'm a sophomore. And I'm leading this group of kids. And we did this um, this little experiment, I guess, or just like a visual, if you will. A visual, mm-hmm. that's what it's called. And uh, we had little tea lights and questions would pop up on the screen. And if the kids answered yes to the question, they would turn their tea light on. If they, obviously, if their answer was no, their tea light would stay Oops. off. And oh. so huh. a really cool visual. It was to help kids just this like. in school? Yeah. This was um, at a church camp. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. what class is no, this? No, girl. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, and so I, the, the goal was to just get kids to see and know that like there are people that are struggling with the same things that you're struggling with. Mm. Don't feel like you're alone. There are people dealing with the same sins yeah. that you, you know, just a really good like you are not alone Alone. in your sin yeah and um I asked them the question I asked my group afterwards I said so what do we think this um little night meant like why did we have the tea lights and and what did it all mean to you and this one girl answered like Abby I will never forget this a day in my life she Hmm. doesn't talk she never spoke I don't Hmm. think I had known her her whole life but I don't think she had ever spoke ever to me directly okay Hmm. and so she she raised her hand and I'm like yeah, yeah, girl. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's about. It's like pitch perfect, you know, when the one girl talks. The one girl that's like, oh. Yeah, and you're like, she speaks. Yeah, like, oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So she raises her hand. And she raises her hand and she was like, I just feel like everybody has a light. It's just their, it's their choice to turn it on or off. Mm-hmm. And I was wow. like, shook. I mean, my jaw was to the floor wow. and I was genuinely like, oh my gosh. And prior has a light. Everyone has a light. But it's their choice whether to turn it, it on or off. It's your choice whether that light is going to be on or off. Wow. And so. Write that down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just was shook. Genuinely. Small backstory to that. I was very holier than thou, if you will, in high school. Okay. Thought I was high and mighty. Oh, okay. Due to my parents and the status that they had and the ministry that they were in. And, and literally in high school, they called me untouchable. Wow. Like, Sav was just, like... Wow. Untouchable. And um, and I really just took that on and was really just living in such sin, which was pride, of just, mm. like, I... Yeah, I am a great Christian, and I am that girl that brings all her friends to church, and I... And uh, nah, 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 nah. And just sat on my high horse yeah. for so long. And when she said that at that camp, my entire view of the gospel changed. And no longer was 
I the only light on? Everybody mm-hmm. has a light. It's just their choice whether it's going to be on or off. Everybody can accept Christ. It is your choice whether your light is going to shine for him or not. Mm-hmm. And so my goal from then on became, I would say this is when really my faith became my own, was this moment. Because my goal from then on was to be was to tell people, basically, you have a light. Um, yeah. How can you turn that on or off? And so uh, I want to help you turn that on, essentially, was my goal. So, yeah. I would say that was kind of my long extended version of how I came wow no that's so good it's so crazy how like just the little things yeah you pick up and like Mm -hmm. those are the things that's and like that girl probably has no idea oh she has absolutely probably no idea that that was completely the start of my heart to be on fire for Christ yeah which is crazy I don't know if a lot of people like if someone has impacted them directly that other person knows that yeah. Which is just really cool. It's like yeah. a very humbling thing. That's you never is. know. Like if you feel that gut feeling Girl. or if you feel that urge to like go. Yes. Go do. Like you have no idea. Even no. holding a door. Even yes. a smile. Like yes. just the simple things. It's like you really truly have you no know. idea how much of an impact. Literally last night, which, okay, I'm not saying this like <laughs> brag, no. but we were at Rafferty's yeah. and I was leaving and the girl sitting at like wherever they check you in, she's yeah. like, I just have to say you're really pretty. And literally I thought about it for like two hours. Seriously Like though. I literally was like, oh my gosh. Like I walked a little like happy. Exactly. Like, a little exactly. Myself. Like, I mean, that's a silly example, but it, it holds value. Yes. I mean, like, the, the scenarios are the same. And, like, you really have no idea what no. what power you have mm. and what, like, gift the Lord has, has given you. Even in, even within the doubts and within yeah. those struggles of, like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. It's like, you know, those two, I believe, can coexist. Yeah. And it's, I agree. yeah. Okay, so I have little backtracking questions because yes. I, it's funny to hear you talk about like the things that you struggled with and then thinking about like conversations we have we now. now and I'm like oh <laughs> okay um do you think like you know when you were in high school and and everyone had like that label of you mm. you know I kind of like dealt with a similar yeah. thing of like yeah. you know people expect this thing of you yeah um and like it's I feel like in the intention behind it, maybe not to like justify no it, but like you don't really know you're like living that way until it's revealed correct to you. Yeah. So like, how do you think us as like Christians and believers who like intentionally want to seek out and do the right thing, yeah, right. like for the Lord for His kingdom? Yeah. Like, do you do you think there is a? And this is like a thinking out loud type of question, but like, do you think there is a? Oh, like, like, how do we get to that point of like not realizing that we are are walking in that kind of like blind spot yeah. of like, oh, how did I, how, how did I get, I get to this? Yeah. Point? Like, yeah. you know, when it is revealed to you, yeah. it's like, wait, how did I, how did I miss this? Right. Like, well, number one, the Lord is sovereign over all. So, like, mm-hmm. you, I forget that. <laughs> yeah, girl, me too, me too. <laughs> but number one, He is, and so things will be revealed to you in his timing, not yeah. your own. Oh, and good. so yeah. Um which is so hard right. to forget because we put this pressure on right. ourselves we to do. be like, I've got to figure we it out do. so I don't get it wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's I was having a conversation with somebody else about this the other day of just that she was just saying like, man, I wish I would have known this. Like mm-hmm. why do I always figure it out after the fact is what mm-hmm. she said out loud. And I said, because you would never know that you needed Christ if not. That is so good. Like, you would have never known. That is so good. The the Lord needed you to learn that lesson in that way. Now, yeah. could you probably have taken other routes to get there? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can come to know Jesus and the way in which he wants you yeah. to be most like him. But uh, he uses all things. So you have to remember he's sovereign. He is good. His plan is great. And so... Just trust and know that. And so when you learn that thing, when you feel like it's way too late, it's never going to be too late. Like he revealed Mm -hmm. that to you in his own timing. He reveals things because he's kind, not because you were missing it and so you need something. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like he gives things as as they're needed to us, Mm -hmm. not necessarily because we just want that knowledge. Yeah. I think twofold to that, though. So, yes, the Lord is sovereign, and so you're going to learn things and come to understand things when you're supposed to. 
is also friendship and accountability. Like, if I would have had probably better friends, I'm not saying my friends in high school weren't great, but I wish I had deeper connection and deeper friendships in high school of girls uh, that did know the Lord specifically and were believers that would have been like, hey, Sav, you're not better than everybody else. Yeah. And I didn't have that. So I think your friendships and the people that you hold close to you that are within that circle of faith, um, they can also hold you accountable to mm. be unblinded by things. I am currently in a friendship with one of my very best friends now mm. that is strictly um, like a lot of accountability because she was, you know, potentially blinded by some things and, and we were able to walk through that together. So I think... You obviously, number one, have to realize that the Lord is sovereign overall. And number two, then put people in your life, y'all. Have friendships in mm-hmm. your life that are going to hold you accountable and help you see the things that you don't see. So you are so, like, it's so evident that you are so passionate about friendships Probably. and accountability. Like, when when did that come about? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I have just always loved this is going to sound so weird for a second. I've always loved the word friend. Don't know why. Mm. Just have, like, the and idea. Sis. You use that word a lot, too. What? Sis. Sis. Oh, yeah. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Um, I love I that. Always say, if it's I just say like you're sis. closer than a friend. Like, yeah. sis is like, yeah. just know, like, you're yeah. my friend, but also you're my sister. Sav, and I just love that. If you have a conversation with Sav, <laughs> sis will be it said. It will come out. Whether you're a boy or a girl, like, it's like, <laughs> sis. Sis. Okay, let me tell you. Um, but... Yeah, so I just have always loved the idea of friendship. And I moved at a young age uh, because of my parents' divorce. And my very first friend that I had, um, goodness, love her with my whole heart. Mm -hmm. We're, like, not as close as we used to be, but still just really incredible. We were attached to the hip. And I think that friendship is the friendship that really taught me what friendship looks like, like, through thick and thin, no matter what. We went through a lot together and um, from then on, and really with the um, realization um, of the light that everybody has, I just, it will be, it would be very hard for me to tell somebody about this thing they have without having a friendship with them first. And mm-hmm. so, like, sharing the gospel to me is um, a little bit, like, yes, I can just walk up to a stranger and share the gospel 100%. Like, they're, I mean, yes, incredible. Absolutely an amazing way to evangelize. But I'll also, like, I want to gain your friendship first so that you mm, trust me. The and trust. then I'm going to share the gospel yeah. with you. And so um, I, that is kind of really where, like, friendship ties in. Plus, I read a book. Um, it's called Made for Friendship. Buy it right now. Mm. I would be like, oh, well, link in bio, but I don't know. <laughs> So anyway, I'll put, it, I'll put it somewhere. Yeah, there is a um, there's a book called Made for Friendship. It's absolutely incredible, and he just talks about genuinely how we we as humans and God's children are created for friendship. Yeah. And that book really just basically solidified everything I had already known about my life and viewed true about Christ. And so, um, I friendship has just been one of those things that will always and forever um just be super heavy Mm -hmm. in a good way on my heart Mm -hmm. so that's so good whenever I was listening to Hannah's podcast uh if shout out sit down be humble pod (laughs) yeah um, another Bowling Green podcast girly of mine she was on the podcast actually um actually I was announced on my podcast first so pat myself on the back on that one but um no, Sav was just on it, and they were talking about friendships. Mm-hmm. Her and Olivia, the one yeah. that Sav mentioned. But one of my favorite things is when Sav, it was like a question, like, what do you do in your free time or something? Yeah. And you were like, I just hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're in, like, culture today and society today is so, like, spend your free time doing something that's going to push you forward in your career or right. push you forward in your health or push right. you forward in... But, Ooh, like, we forget so often. Well, because that's what I've been mm-hmm. trained to operate, like... Like, especially, and you get it in the musical theater world, mm-hmm. it's like, which I also talked a little bit about this last week, but, like, we are told if you don't work for it, it yeah. that you don't eat, sleep, and breathe this, right. you won't get anywhere. No, right. But I, I mean, just boldly stating, I think that's wrong. Like, <laughs> I just think it's wrong because on earthly standards, yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, 
fulfillment and true happiness doesn't equate to like all the things and receiving all these big whatever, whatever, whatever. And I think we just forget that like, I mean, I, me speaking out of like just me, I get so narrow minded Mm. on like, all right, so how am I going to push myself forward Mm -hmm. today? Yeah. And that's a like a pride thing. It's a selfish thing. And and we've talked about that, but it's so great just to hear like your appreciation for friendship Mm. and your like desire Mm -hmm. to like have people who are more than just, like, the friendly friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, yeah. call you out because I love mm, you friend. Yes, yes, um, yeah. And so for the people listening, too, for those who kind of are similar to me and, like, you know, really trying to just recently have really intentional friendships, mm. which, you know, I thought I always kind of had, but growing up, I was more of, like, the, they call it the, the popular loner. Kind of like friends with everyone, but yeah. not really like friends like with Like a floater. Anyone. I think that's yeah. what Hannah called it. We were yeah. chatting and I didn't really realize what that was called until now. But yeah, yes. it's kind of like, it's, it's like, oh, everybody's like, right. I'll be friends with everyone. Right, like, right, right. No one really like knew me. Mm, wow. Um, but like for that person who maybe would feel like that as well, like I wish I would have invested more time in someone like you to like hear those things. Yeah. So like, what are some, you know, practical ways that you have found of like, how do I invest? How do yeah. I form these friendships? How do I, how do I, how am I able to have the hard conversations yeah. out of love? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to start with the number one thing and I would say it's cheesy, but it's not. You need to pray and ask the Lord, bring those people into your life. Number one. Hmm. So yeah, that's where you need to start. If you have yet to pray for deeper friendships and you're wanting those, uh, pray. The Lord says to pray about and for everything. Mm-hmm. So pray about that and ask the Lord that he would um, start deepening current friendships if that's what you need or if your friends absolutely need to change altogether and you get new friends that are rooted in Christ and and are uh, going to push you and challenge you in those ways, then start praying for that. Mm-hmm. I think number two, you need to become the friend that you want other people to be to you. So you cannot expect um, vulnerability and depth of friendship if you're not going to give vulnerability and depth of friendship to other people. Right. If you're going to be super surface level and just hey, 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 hi, hi, hi to all these all these different people, then you're going to receive that back. And it's not like a what you deserve. It's just that's how people view you get your you idea give. of friendship. Uh, yeah. and, and if you want depth, be deep. Right. If you want to be held accountable, hold other people accountable. If you want trustworthiness, be trustworthy. Like you, you have to become the things that um, you're also going to potentially expect. There are, but hear me when I say this too. There are friendships that I have of people that have attributes and qualities that I don't have. And that's what makes that friendship so beautiful mm. because they bring something else to the table that I lack in or I do not have. And and so I get to learn from them and grow from them. And, and um, one of my really good friends, Kristen, I feel like that is one wow. of our friendships. She's absolutely incredible. She yeah. brings so many different things to friendships that I don't bring that I learn so much from her mm. in that sense. And so um, I think it's, it's good to... Um, just really consider the qualities that you want in friendship and then to really start living those out and watch how your friendships change. Yeah. And third, so pray, start um, becoming the friend that you would like to have. And then I think third is, um, is diving deep into looking at, and this book helps you, but really look at friendships in scripture and uh, see how, those worked essentially Hmm. this book will give you a lot of examples of friendship and um what that looks like and it was really helpful for me to see um biblical um spiritually and theologically sound friendships and and some that you know jesus was a friend of sinners so like he you know what i'm saying like he still had depth with people that didn't love him and or accept him and yet they were so great friendships like that's also something to take away but um it's it's a really it's a really good book it really helped me put into perspective um 
those friendships and how I could have similar today because that is still current. Those friendships are still relevant and that are in the Bible and I can use that to then model how my friendships can look Mm -hmm. as well. So, so then, and this is probably, I have so many questions. (laughs) There's so many. Um, this is, this is a tougher question. So, but I'm just kind of like, you know, I've, I think it's cause I've dealt with like some of this and it's like, how do you, how do you mm, move on or mm. like operate the friendship or like navigate the friendship or potentially have to leave the friendship? Like, how do you, how, how do you know where to go after maybe possibly having a conversation and it not going well, mm. I guess, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you sit down and you're like, Hey, you're a believer. I'm a believer. Like we are told in the Bible to, you know, hold each other accountable, yeah. like that kind of thing. And, and you know, this is me wanting to do that out of love. And, and that doesn't the person well. on the other side is, is not receiving it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think before you have that conversation, okay, really make sure that your thoughts are not your thoughts and that Mm. it's the Lord convicting you to have that conversation, okay? Yeah. We don't just, um, our words are to be used to bring life and to encourage people, the Bible says. And in friendship, that should be the same. So if you are about to use words that are going to harm somebody, even if it is in truth and love, we shouldn't be speaking quite yet. Mm. Like, we don't fully have that form together if we're harming someone, okay? Um, So, let's, before we have the conversation, and potentially that's the outcome, let's make sure that the conversation is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to bring that to light. That even shifted how I viewed that, because I've always just heard, like, you know, we are... like, it's in the Bible, so I don't know where it is in the yeah. Bible, but isn't it, like, you're supposed to, like, like call out people? Yeah, in, yeah. In I mean, church? you were, with, believers are supposed to call out believers. I guess I just always didn't, I guess it is a pride thing. Like, I just yeah. didn't view it as, like, a, well, if it's not of love, though. Right. But it should not be said. Right. And I, I think, too, it's not just to be like, hey, you're wrong, so fix it. That's not right. the conversation that needs right. to be had either. This is like a, um, hey, I've noticed something that maybe you aren't noticing, or I I would love to know more about this aspect of your life. Again, it's to build up that trustworthiness. Like the Lord comes to us, right? And sometimes he points out our sin and it takes a minute. Hmm. The same thing can happen in your friendships. Someone comes into your life, they're pointing out your sin. It's not going to feel great. Like, it's going to take a minute. And you need to give that time as well. So I would say that if you do have that conversation and you know that that conversation needs to be had and you leave that conversation and you didn't feel like it went well, give it time. Like, it might not have gone very well. And if you feel like you said things that were hurtful, come back and apologize for those mm-hmm. things and say, hey, look, I didn't mean to hurt you in this way. But hear my heart when I say, I just want you to be the most Christ-like that you can be. Yeah. And so um, it's all just about open communication, honesty, and, and really um, your relationship and your friendship with the Lord yeah. To really allow him to work through you. I would say most of the conversations that I've had with, I mean, it's normally always girls that have been hard and accountable holding, if you will. Um, I don't even really remember what I said because they weren't my words. Right, right. So I think we just need to be slow to speak, the Bible tells us, and... We need to apply that to our friendships, absolutely. Mm. But you wouldn't say, like, to not have those conversations, I, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you need to have those conversations. Yeah, should so that's we, the hard part. Should we, as the friend wanting to, like, feeling that, like, I'll talk to them about this, mm-hmm. should we wait until... And I don't know if there is, like, a one-word answer, like, yeah. yes or no? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if it's a time-sensitive issue... 
Like, do we initiate that or is that... Is yeah, that I would have the... Conver- if you feel convicted to have a conversation and you know that that conviction is not just your own feelings and your own emotions, you need to have that conversation. It is mm-hmm. going to be hard. It is not going to be great. Quite honestly, I've walked into a lot of friendships where I've known that's the case and literally thought in my head as I'm walking into the conversation, this could end with us not being friends anymore. Wow. Wow. Like... Yeah. Okay, Lord, I trust and I know. Fully surrendering. Yeah, Yeah. I know that this conversation could lead this person to genuinely not want to be my friend. Yeah. And I have to have peace in knowing that not what I'm sharing is right or correct, but what I'm sharing is for his good and for his glory so that he might be made known. Mm -hmm. And so I have to share it. Like, I I have to tell you what's on my heart. The Lord uses people to help people. So you really just need to be open and willing for your voice to be used in that way. And it's yeah, hard. I mean, rather it's than hard. your words. Rather than my words, right. Yeah. And it, it, I always say that it's not really your emotions that you need to be um, like leading you into that conversation I did a study a while back it's one of the daily grace studies daily grace you're absolutely amazing and um it's called emotions um and the heart is what the study's called and um it literally taught me everything that I know about emotions now I have never really been an emotional person and if you know me you're probably like wait what but I have never really um enjoyed emotions I've like only ever really like easily felt anger and um, this this study taught me so much. And it says that emotions are a gauge, not a guide. Your heart and your emotions mm. and your mind are so deceptive. And so if something is said to you or something is done to you, maybe it is out of sin and you need to call that to light. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's just your emotions are bringing you to think, I have to talk to them about this. Well, Emotions are a gauge, not a guide. Right. So don't let them exactly completely guide you into action. Use that emotion to gauge your heart. Where where am I at right now? Is that emotion felt by Christ? Yes or no? There are a list of emotions. There are things that the Lord feels that we feel. And there are things that only we feel that he does not feel because of sin. Hmm. So what emotion am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? And then let the Lord guide you. Don't let the emotion guide you. Because now you've taken a step back from the emotion and you're not fully attached to that action strictly out of it. Mm. Hear me when I say, y'all, I have absolutely acted upon emotion so many times Mm. in my life. and But the outcome has never been great, I will say. So the times that I have really taken a step back and said, okay, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling that? Is that something that Christ feels, yes or no? If yes, okay. Let's pray on this for a minute. Again, yeah. slow to speak. We can be slow. And then go from there. If it's immediately a, no, this is a emotion that you're feeling strictly out of because of sin or emotion that you're feeling strictly because you know that, you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, then you just, you, you pause, you stop, you're done. Like, yeah. it's not that you aren't going to still feel that thing. Hear me when I say that. It's just that you don't need to act. We don't need to do anything. It's better to do nothing than to act right away Mm. so man accountability is hard on friendships yeah like it's hard seriously i feel like the emotions thing that is that is just so good i mean that whole that was like i mean very applicable very just it's it's it can be applied to more than just friendships like i feel like that is like a life thing Yeah. yeah i mean it makes sense emotions are I know we're yeah. we are emotional and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the call, we did a series last semester, and Tyler, uh, one of, we were debunking things that everybody hears and you think are true, but they're actually not scripturally mm-hmm. sound at all. And um, one of them was follow your heart, and that is not scripturally sound at all. Right. Like following, no, we should not be following our heart at all, actually. Yeah. Does our heart, can our heart be the wellspring of life? Yeah, if we fill it with those things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes our hearts are deceiving and deceptive. And if we are following our hearts, we're actually doing the complete opposite of what God wants us to do sometimes. Yeah. So that is 
kind of where that emotions are engaged on a guy comes in play. Yeah. Is it well, like, and isn't like the Holy Spirit like lives inside of us? Yes. And so yes. it's like follow that. Like yeah. you need something inside exactly. of you to follow. follow right. Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. Yes. Abby, rather yes. than your heart. Yes. But um, yeah, you said the call. The call. Um, let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Tell the people listening because we have a lot of Bowling Green listeners. Yes. We have a lot of college kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead and just. Explain the call a little yeah. bit, a little outreach, a little you love platform, it, love a little it. promo. So the call is a ministry at Crossland for young adults, basically those 18 to 30-somethings, if you will, um, worship teaching community. And we are all about that ministry is really just wanting to um, encourage and build a community of like-minded believers. And how can we live life together and share the gospel together and um, really just be in community together. Um, the call was started, wow, like five years ago. I remember y'all talking. I remember talking with you about yeah. it and being like, yeah, we're thinking yeah. about starting. 2018 was the first year that we started. and it's crazy. Uh, yeah, wild. And um, just really was a group of friends that were driving down to Nashville to The Belonging every Tuesday because we were like wanting to get filled up and we thought to ourselves, why in the world do we have to drive two hours round yeah. trip, essentially, to get filled up? Like, why can't, what what is missing in Bowling Green that is in Nashville? And yeah. um, thus the call was created on the drive oh. home. The call, K-A-L-L. K-A-L-L underscore on Instagram. The call underscore. Why is it a K? So, great question. So, call comes from the word kaleo, which means a higher oh. calling on your life. It's a uh, Hebrew word that means to be called to something higher. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so kaleo. I thought y'all were just being quirky. No, girl. Wow, yeah. So we are just a group of believers. As believers, we are called to something higher. And, mm. and um, That's good. Yeah. And so it is the call. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you should come. You should. On Mondays. Yeah, Mondays. 6:30. Mondays, 6.30. First and third Monday are life group nights. Second and fourth are worship and yeah. teaching. And Sav leads the life group that I'm in. Um, but, yeah, explain life groups, too. Yeah, life groups are incredible. So, obviously, like, worship and teaching is so good. And being with that community together on those second and fourth Mondays with Tower teaching is, is incredible. You just miss a little bit. It's not miss. It's just, like, we're there to... Um, hear the word and yeah. to praise and it's like in comparison with like going to church on Sunday but then doing the work every other absolutely day. Yeah. so then life groups are just like broken down smaller groups of people and we have those broken down in different ways that you can live in community with a little mm-hmm. deeper and that's where your community aspect comes in is yeah. like you get to really get to know the people within your group and their hearts, their thoughts, their feelings, where are they in life, and, and how did, you know, what Tyler said on a, on a Monday in the Word, or using the Word, might affect you differently than it affects me, so let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's life group. Yeah. Um, Which is so great, because we just talked about friendships and community yeah. and accountability. Yeah. And you're, the people in your group are, like, of the same just place of life yeah. as you, yeah. age, things you're going through. Yeah. Sav leads a group. She leads worship. Um, you lead worship on Sundays. Well, you do a lot behind the scenes stuff on Sundays too that I don't even know about. Yeah, I love um, it. And then Wednesday nights, if you're a high school listener, four to five. Yeah, come to four to five. Come to four to five. Six o'clock. I lead a group of that yeah. too. So if you're a sixth grade girl, we'll chill. And then what, what age are you? Oh. Do no, I don't have no. I was gonna say that because was last all year, my right? senior girlies was are last graduated. year. <gasps> That's crazy, Sab. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, if you ever get bored, come, <laughs> come and hang out with, with the, the sixth grade girls. girls. <laughs> the sixth grade girlies. I mean, I'm sure oh they'd literally just be like speechless after hearing Stop. you speak. No. Sav is just so awesome and, and just amazing. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you're needing an invitation to anything, if you're near Bowling Green, yeah. or it, even if you go to Belmont or in the Nashville area and you're listening, you, you'll you hear it at the end of this podcast. DM me on the Instagram. That's Life Potty. <laughs> and we will make it work. I drive yeah. every week to come yeah. um 
And just to invest in this church specifically is so special. Mm. It is so special. We love having. That's why I'm driving an hour. Yeah. <laughs> back and forth to serve. And yeah. It's, I love it's it. because of people like you. I mean, mm. it's the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. It's the Lord, but He's using people like you that are just. You're amazing. Amazing. Um, but yeah, mm. that is Savannah Smith. <laughs> that is just a fraction, like a fraction of a fraction of like a tiny little just flick of Savannah Smith and her Bless. wisdom. You are just amazing and i could ask you so many questions i'll have to get you back on again because there's (laughs) like a whole like other like portion of just life (laughs) that i i mean there's like eight million different webs of (laughs) thoughts we could go down but um i'm just so grateful for you you, i love you and uh yeah thank you for for having me isn't she awesome i loved it it was so fun you're such a good podcaster (laughs) you should you should be a little podcast girly yeah go check out sav on uh Sit down, be humble. Pod with Hannah Humble yeah, too. Yeah. You can hear more on friendships. They mm-hmm. specific. They they had a bit more of a guide. Hannah <laughs> came in with a little bit more of a plan. I'm just like, let's just talk. Here we are. One, two, three. Hit the red button. Yeah, I love it. I um, love it. But yeah, thank you. I love, love you. you. Love you more, sis. Love you most. I wanted to let you guys know that I have a super cool and exciting announcement and partnership with Steadfast and Sustained bible journals i'm so excited to be in partnership with them if you want to use my code abby10 at checkout on their online store you can these bible journals are amazing there are a couple to choose from you can go to steadfastandsustain.com i usually share the link on my instagram stories on my instagram um i have a couple of pictures in my feed but they just have nice like cute organizational bullets and like notes and setups for you if you're someone who really thrives off of having like that organizational kind of journal to organize your thoughts, this is the perfect option for you. There are so many to choose from, such cute colors. It's like pink, beigey, like neutral tones, but like very feminine and very girly and sweet and like cute little cursive. And I don't know, it's just very vibey. If you want to go see what it looks like, go over to Steadfast and Sustained on Instagram. It's just Steadfast and Sustained. Again, you can use code Abby10. Write all of your notes from uh, listening to sermons, writing in your Bible, doing devotionals. Maybe you're doing a Bible study. Maybe you're wanting to give someone a gift. Um, You can get 10% off with Abby10 at checkout, and then you can get a little bit of a discount if you want to get a journal for your friend, a nice cute little pin. Um, Yeah, go check it out. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life.